And welcome to Wrestling And. We are really excited because today we are going to talk about wrestling and, well, a bunch of different stuff because it's a bonus episode. Should bonus. we do the bonus alarm? Should we get one of those? Like, I don't know if that happens if you get a bonus. I feel like but. like in, in, in a slot machine when you hit the bonus, right? It's always like... Did it, did it, did it, or something yeah, like that. yeah. Maybe we'll get one of those or I'll throw one of those in there. But uh, yeah, uh, Justin and I just wanted to get together, talk about a few more things that, you know, we weren't able to talk about last week because, well, they just happened in the past few days and just yep. uh, catch up with everyone. So um, had, had a good weekend, Justin? Yeah, pretty good. My kids get an extra day tomorrow. I didn't say that before the show, but they are uh, they get off one more day for uh, Cesar Chavez Day, which is cool. Uh, I have yeah, to they, work. Th- see, that's wrong, though, because, like, if it's a school or a district holiday, then... only There's only, like, half the people in my department have it off and half the people don't. Don't ask. There's different bases and, uh, you know, you're... I'm a classified employee, so I'm not certificated. I'm not. I don't have a teaching credential or anything. So it, there's a whole different categories with that. But um, anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> a little the bit kids are off, and by nature, my work will be a little bit less because okay, there's well, nothing that's... going on at school. So and you'll and I'm be taking at home. Them, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not, not the worst. My office day is Thursday, and uh, we don't go back full time until April 25th. The dark times are, will be returning soon, is what you're saying. Yes, I guess so. Have you have you seen there's this? <laughs> we're joking about it, but like it's legit causes people anxiety and stuff. But uh, have you seen there was this one like company and they had all their workers back in the office and they put up these really passive aggressive signs like uh, "Who misses sweatpants?" and "Bet your dog's missing you." And I was like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. It's like, come on, dude, that you know no one wants to be here, and then you're just kind of rubbing it in their face. Or that, you know, they don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, or even the worst. It's like, we legitimately don't have to be here. I think part of it is, like, these companies have to... You might see in a couple years, people will go back to working at home, because I think a lot of businesses might be still stuck in, like, leases for their buildings, so they got to justify having this corporate real estate. That's true. Um... You know, and also, uh, you know, there's not a huge market for corporate real estate right now, so it's not like you could just sell that building. Yeah. And also, I think there's a lot of middle managers and stuff that are nervous about their jobs because a lot of, I think a lot, there's a lot of people whose jobs depend on looking it, over people's shoulders. Are they're there. a redundancy, kind of. You know, you, you can just get a few of those guys to be online and look at it look at your co or look at the employees like what they're doing online and you don't need like five guys from every office and yeah yeah but i also think there's probably a lot of managers and business owners that realize that uh oh my people can get the job done without me (laughs) so who knows i am a little jealous because it is literally impossible at this point to be a machinist from home now, you know, maybe in about 30 years, we can just control the machine with the robots and stuff, but, you know. No, uh, Homer Simpson did it on that one episode where he, king-size Homer, where he purposely gained weight <laughs> so he can work yeah. at home. and he wore a muumuu all the time. Yes. Yeah, I don't think Best they would let ever. us, I don't think they would let us do that, just to be honest, so. But, yeah. you know, we can, a guy can always dream, um, so, man, 
this New Japan Cup. What do you think about this tournament, by the way? Changing subjects here. What did you think about this tournament that we had? I I kind of enjoyed it all the way through. And um, this was like kind of, you know, they really did space it out. I know there was 48 men. I knew it could have been a little more of an exciting lineup. I think a lot of us, were, when we heard the amount of people that were going to be in it, we were expecting some surprises or some you know, outside the company names, and we only got one. Yeah. Technically. So that was a little bit of a, a letdown, but uh, that didn't really make the matches any less great. And the pacing of it was great. It was, I don't ever, rem I don't fully remember how these New Japan Cups were going, but I don't remember nights with only two matches and stuff like that. So it, it made it a little easier to catch up on and consume, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, you know, as far as having um, other people and stuff in the uh, tournament, I guess, like, I wasn't that super surprised just because of, you know, just the COVID stuff, and I, I just, I wasn't hearing anything, and obviously you weren't hearing anything, so, I mean, the best we got was, like, with Gaijin wrestlers, you know, but no Juice Robinson, no David Finlay, nobody from the LA Dojo, nothing like that. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, disappointing uh, there. Yeah, and those are all at least I know. Yeah, Juice and Fit were over last year, right? And uh, but I think uh, I don't know if it's the U.S. expansion they're really going full full force with, and they're gonna have a lot of guys that just never come to Japan because that's what it kind of feels like. Well, I guess that's the short term plan. Eventually, they should just be you know to well. First of all. The only reason Strong exists is because of all that stuff, right? I mean, can we agree with that? Like, Oh, yeah, but I, I hope, you know, Strong evolves into something that goes to Japan in, in films, oh, too. Oh, dude, I think that the LA Dojo is a whole is a whole um, unit in its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, that day when actually they do invade, that, that that's going to be such a great day, dude, when... Shibata like puts all his boys out. He's like, go kick their asses, and all like four or five of those guys just come out and wreck shop. That's gonna yeah. be an incredible day. <laughs> and I think some people are even surprised that maybe he wasn't in the New Japan Cup after all that stuff at Wrestle Kingdom. Shibata? Yeah. That seems like um, a little much to put the guy on when he's not even really supposed to be wrestling. We know. I mean, we never really got the full story behind that. If I, you know. I got the, I think I got. I mean, I wasn't there, but the full story was that he he went to business for himself and he didn't get punished for it. Huh. So well, maybe he's being punished because we haven't seen or heard from him for a long time now since that day. Really. Yeah, I know. They're probably a little bit more afraid of like, uh, you want to do what in the ring again? Um. Yeah, well, let's talk to upper management about that first. Or a doctor for seven. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he probably earned himself a little break from the ring. But, uh, yeah, I, I do I do agree. It was almost funny because it's like the biggest New Japan Cup. I don't know if it really is the biggest New Japan Cup ever, but it was like huge New Japan Cup. And then pretty much they just listed a name of every single wrestler on their roster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except, yeah. Except Shima. But, uh it's like, you know, when you're throwing the young boys into the New Japan Cup, that's when it's like, okay. It was, it was funny really because out there to get people. a lot of people thought they were going to add stuff because there's a lot of people that didn't believe they actually had 48 guys on the roster there. Or I guess 47. <laughs> they so, they knew. They, they surprised us. They surprised us. Like, oh, I guess they're, yeah, they, they filled it out. Um, I guess that's a good job there. 
Well, you know, some of them are obviously fill-ins. There are some names that, like, when they're put in a New Japan tournament, names like Ghetto, Hanma, it's just yeah. like, okay, well, okay, this is just a filler match, you know what I mean? So. And we did also get, you know, some storylines kind of uh, came out through the New Japan Cup, not necessarily through the Cup itself. Well, some of them through the Cup itself with uh, Tamatanga, uh, you know, and G.O.D. kind of getting yeah. what happened with them. Mm-hmm. You had that, and then you had a couple storylines break out in the tag matches yesterday. So, um, yeah, de- definitely some interesting stuff. I think the Tamatanga situation is still fascinating. I really want to see what they do with that, man. I mean, I never, you know, a year ago, would you, if I would have told you that G.O.D. would be in Hontai, I mean, you would have been, <laughs> that's pretty cool and crazy. That's, and, that'd be pretty crazy. I would have probably thought, though, like, oh, okay, I, I could see that, but I wouldn't have, I was very confused about the situation when you were telling me, like, wait, who turned on him? What the fuck? Yeah, and, you know, I will say this, I think, you know, I've seen it for a few years, if not a little longer than that, I think Tomatonga's got a lot of... Uh, you know, potential to be a big baby face or at least a, a bigger star than they have him at, uh, have had him at before. Him, him and his brother both have that good fire. Yeah. They definitely do. Uh, Tom they, is a good uh, promo, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, multi-talented guy. Although, you know, he seems like a natural heel, but uh, maybe that's just because that's what he's been playing for so long. But, um, no, I mean he's got that fire, man. Even when he's a heel, he knows how to turn it on when he's got when he's got that fighting spirit. And yeah, I mean I'm very interested to see that. You know, uh, been around a long time. He's he's kind of tried to. Another thing about him is he's he has like in the last you know four or five years he's tried to change up his look constantly mm-hmm. and do different stuff. So no, that'll be awesome. I I'm interested in seeing how they book him soon because. As of now, he doesn't even really have a match coming up, right? Um, I'm sure he'll have some kind of angle coming up soon. They got to have some kind of thing with uh, him and you know, I don't know, Chase Owens or you know, uh, some kind of tag with God and maybe something. God, you know, probably I, I would it'll be, be something like God and you know against Fale and Chase Owens or something. Yeah, I guess it's it's heavyweight junior stuff, but. I'd love to see those two uh, G.O.D. versus um, Taiji Shimori and E.L.P., right? That'd be a good... That would. When, when is uh, World Tag League? Well, usually it's right before Wrestle Kingdom. So it's probably not going to be until oh, no- November or December. But, right, uh, right. Because that's yeah. like, usually historically, it's like, okay, I can take a break from watching uh, New Japan for a couple months. Yeah, so I that's think how it's always been for me. I think they could potentially move E.L.P. up to heavyweight anyway. He he's I mean he's definitely got that uh, Zack Saber Jr. tall and thin type of thing. Only thing with him is like he's pretty acrobatic and stuff. So of course you're gonna want to see him go against smaller dudes because he can do all the crazy flips and shit in those matches. But. Yeah, but you know I'm not comparing him in that regard. But he he has a little bit of that Kenny Omega athleticism to him. Yeah. It, you know I, I if he puts on a more of a baby face style. Uh, you know, heel style that he has. I think he could be pretty big if they wanted him to be. I think so, too. Uh, he's uh, he's definitely a guy that's improved. So uh, let's go through some of the names of the tournament here, and I'm not going to name everyone, but uh, just tell me, you know, what 
let me f actually open the bracket here so I can actually yeah. name these guys. Tell me uh, what you think, uh, how their tournament went so far. Again, I'm not going to name everyone because we don't really need to talk about freaking Master Watto. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> we'll bring up some guys and, uh, you know, you could, do you want to give them a letter grade or what? Sure. Okay, cool. If I can remember off the top I know, of my head. I know, remember their did. matches. But you'll have the bracket, so you can say, oh, here's, you know, Master It's not Wada completely filled out, but I generally remember who right. they went up against. So, yeah. Okada, uh, he beat El Desperado in a great match. He beat Wato. He beat Taichi. He beat Shima. Then right. he lost in a roll-up, or in, a, in ah. just a pin to, to Naito. I mean, Okada's got to get an A. The Desperado yeah. match was fantastic. Um, I loved the Watto match because he was just that good was kinda, too. Uh, it, it, it had a vibe of Okada being like, you know, a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I'm like, look at this little guy trying to beat me, kind of thing. And yeah, I like I like the cocky Okada. Definitely. Um, so he almost gave like a lot of different, you know, versions of himself in this tournament, and he's he's been great, man. Had a good um, match against Shima, who's a brand new opponent yeah. for him. Yeah, that was that was a really good match too. Um, the Naito match was, of course, great too. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw like some reviews being like, "Yeah, I just wasn't feeling this match." I was like, "Dude, I was so excited when I was watching that match." So, I was like screaming at the at the monitor when he got pinned. I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" So yeah, a little. I thought you know a little. I think a lot of people. It was oh, we just saw them wrestle, and uh, you know. We might even see them again at some point by the end of the year. I would not be surprised. Well, if we we'll see have them to again. because he got a title shot from beating him. D yeah, I guess that's true too. So if he doesn't have that, well, so you know what? Then Tomatonga should have his title shot for beating him in the G1 last year. Did he not get a match? No. That's weird. I don't think so. I don't remember him having a title shot. Hmm. Um, I thought. I he, mean, I thought he did. I think it's almost. I think there's like a statute of limitations on those, right? Like, yeah, you can't do it like two years later. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been that long, but I think when it's out of the subconscious memory. But he did beat him in the G1, but maybe it doesn't count because he wasn't the champion at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to look here. So we had NJPW Power Struggle 2021 Okada versus Tomatonga. Uh, June 11th, 2021. So, he might have got a title shot. I don't know, because was was the G1 in the fall this year? I don't know, but... The G1 was in the fall this year. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what's up with that then. So, I, I, have, I honestly have no clue. Anyways, anyways, he wasn't the champion at the time, so that's the whole bottom line right? oh yeah no no he they okay he did go against him but um anyways yeah yeah yes so <laughs> uh yeah i give him i give him an a as well he he was great this tournament um matches yeah, plus, with you know yeah i don't know if a, we're going a that far sure um, why not give man? him an a you give him an a plus but the el desperado yeah. match was one of the best matches it's tournament yeah the naito match was fucking great yeah, he's really in his groove right now, doing his thing as a champion. And you know, when when Okada's champion, the w world just feels normal. It does. It's it like, does. All, and okay, hopefully, I know it made us realize that hey, man, this guy is the best. You know, and uh, I think there were, there might have been some times in that you know 
15, 16, 17 range where you're like, oh, come on, is someone going to beat this guy already? It did um, get annoying. Uh, that's like I'm thinking of like, Wrestle you know. Kingdom 12 or whatever with Naito when they really should have, you know, let him have it. Yeah, I mean, he beat Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 2, like, you know, yeah. a little bit before. So, no, he was like, it was like, I, I've mentioned this on the show before, but like, I just remember... You could almost time the match out and be like, okay, yeah, he's definitely going to win this one because he does like the same thing. He's always does the wrist control, walk around, you know. The camera draw back with the arms out. And then he does like the fake uh, the fake Rainmaker where it's just more of like a lariat, you know. And then right. eventually, but uh, it, his co- finishes though now are so complex. It's like he's got, he's got like three finishers. You can do it with the, you know. Money clip. Money clip. Yeah. He can do it with the uh, roll up. He can do it with his uh, just a regular um, what's it called? Just a regular uh, rainmaker, or he can do it with the what? What is this move called? Falling rain or whatever? Or, or the Heavy one where? Rain. No, it's the it's the tombstone open leg split legged tombstone. What does he call it? Oh. Anyway, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff uh, from Okada. Um, let's see. Desperado, I'd say he gets a A as well because he had one match and it was awesome. Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, uh, one match, you can't really blame him for that, but he made the absolute most out of it, and usually that would have been in the spot for the anniversary show. Um, but they put it right there at the first round, and yeah, didn't disappoint, and... You know he's got some stuff coming up here. It looks like with, with the show, show, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which which will be a good match most likely. And El Desperado playing babyface is totally cool with me. Yeah, what'd can't you, argue with that. What do you think about Shima? Um, yeah, a lot of tassels. Of course, always. I, I, you know, Shima. I'm gonna give him a B because I just he, as good as a wrestler Shima is, like. I don't know if he can do this exact style of wrestling to to my tastes. Uh, maybe people disagree, but he's a great Dragon Gate wrestler, high speed style. But like these slower the, matches is yeah. a little bit different. And I remember thinking that when he went against Kenny Omega. Do you remember that at like Fight yeah. for the Fallen or All Out? It might have been the first All Out or something it, like that. It, it was either or Fight for the those. Fallen or or Game Fighter Fest. One of those. Oh, okay. Ones. It was yeah. either one of the first AEW shows. It was one of the last non AEW shows. Um, well, he kind of does have like a PWG style yeah. um, pace, and obviously, that's not New Japan style. Um, but I thought he did good. I give him a B, solid B. Yeah, he played um, his role, and he played the role of a kind of like a legend wrestler that like is everyone's afraid of, like because you know he's supposed to be this old timer. Um, and I think his, you know, stock came out higher than it did before. Um, probably for some New Japan fans that aren't familiar with his work, right? So Yeah. Um, no, yeah, definitely someone that is it's obviously is going to get invited back for other stuff. I mean, they had his whole um, Strong Hearts crew. And he was wearing on, the, last the card. Gleet t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Um, that he so. was. And I thought Al Hindeman, like Al Hindeman some white guy or something like sounds like it does lives down the hall from you oh that's al Lindeman. he lives in apartment 107 well it's not al it's l 
I know. I didn't okay. figure that out for a while. Al, it, it does sound like just a random white dude. Oh, that's uh, what was Mr. the guy Lindeman. from uh, Barney Miller, Hal Linden. <laughs> you know, honestly, the name reminds me of the character from Death Note. If you ever saw that anime, his name is L. And I, oh, okay. it remi- I, I think there was a name like uh, a guy named Ray Pender. Pender, anyway. But uh, yeah, he he did a good job. Um, Naito. I mean, I think Naito is on the same level as Okada, if not higher, right? I mean, a a a plus a plus for me, man. Yeah, he he actually had a whole story going through the tournament. Um, yep, yep, and it might have been his like look. He looked as healthy as he's looked since I've been watching New Japan. Well, and the other cool thing is he didn't actually have to murder his body because like he got to win with roll ups so often, and so. I mean, he did crazy shit. He is Naito, but uh, yeah, he went for a couple Stardust Press, and he did go for some awkwardly missed uh, Destinos a few times. But uh, yeah, I mean, it made you feel like the build up to the story was he was going to win it with, you know, the Destino at the end. But um, it was no, it's just really well done. He was great. Isn't it cool seeing these guys just mix their stuff up? And whether that's Ghetto or him, I'm sure it's Ghetto that's planning that. It's so cool. To be like, all right, no, this tournament, because Naito's not known as a roll-up type of wrestler, and it's like, no, this tournament, he's going to roll up everybody. It's like, okay, I'm totally down for that. Tell tell me a different story. Um, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Like, take me through his matches. I know he did See, he went against Togi Makabe. Yeah. He went against Ghetto. Then who did he go against? Yoshihashi, right? Yeah, right. And then he lost to Naito, right? He lost to Naito. Yeah. I give him I give him a solid B, but I think a lot of that is he didn't really have that until Naito, he didn't really have any legit opponents. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. It's not really his fault. Um but, so I'd give him a B just for that. Like if it was just if he had some good opponents along the way, like it could be higher. Um but I I I really think that he didn't really have much to work with in this tournament, and I think a lot of us thought he was going to go a little bit further, if not win it, right? He was one of the favorites. Well, he was, so like, definitely little, one of the favorites up there with Okada. There's a, so there's a little disappointment there, I think. I'm going to give him a B plus because I just feel like from what he was given, he he did work really well. Um, right, right. His Naito match was awesome. I loved when he yeah. did the combination de cabron. Yes, he Do you did. remember that? That was, pretty, that was pretty awesome. He's he's he man. Remember, he used to be Mister Athletic Jeff Cobb, so he can do stuff like that, and he can also do the you know the the standing moonsault too. Well, I think I voted him as my most athletic wrestler of last year, and he yeah. just keeps. Uh, you know, I, I the term in wrestling gets kind of old. Actually, they're like he's a big guy who can move. You hear that about like all sorts of big guys, but this guy he's big in a different way. He's not the tallest guy in the world. He's like ridiculously thick, you know. And just he's, the yeah. stuff he does is is just it's almost it's it's great and very uh, talkative on Twitter. He will like your shit. Yes, he will, dude. Yes, I I will. once like after a Jeff Cobb match, like I was like that was an awesome match, and he liked it within minutes after going backstage. So I was like, cool. Yeah, he usually will, you know, like my drawings at least when I've drawn him, which is a few different times. So Well, hopefully he can like uh, the fact that the world is not flat and that can get him. Uh, you know about that? Well, I, was that Flip Gordon? No, Jeff Cobb, he was on uh, the Jericho show and I remember he's like, you know, 
uh, who knows what's really the truth out there. Maybe the world really is flat, man. I mean, I haven't looked into it. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure. Kota Ibushi was not in this tournament. Um, Incomplete. Zach, he'll, have to make it, he'll have to make it up next semester. Zach gets an A-plus for me for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, I love the fact that that last match, the final, and not a lot of people... Well, they, of course, then, it wasn't really mentioned on Twitter with the whole storyline, but it was great to have Naito, who you know, was injured at the hands of him. Right mm. in the G1 and missed all those matches, and here he is. He gets a shot at him. Um, I thought that was really well done, and um, I mean Zach's the best man. Yeah, yeah, and just seeing him get this this another push uh, after a few years, and you know them realizing like, yeah, this dude is really something special. But I guess it's not too surprising he was he was killed at killing it in the tag team division for a long time. And so, he, went on, he, I mean, he went on that huge run in the G1 after he beat Naito. Where, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, they, they squashed that. But, um, And I think he's also another guy that's getting rewarded for basically staying there since 2020, right? I think oh, he yeah. might have went back once. Dude, I he's always weeks. been there, it just seems like. He's just yeah. always been there. He's starting to promo in Japanese a little bit now. Did you notice that? Yes, he is. He does little, little, uh, little bits of it. It's not quite at Kenny Omega level, but I'll tell you this, man. When I when I first heard him talking Japanese, you can just hear the crowd. Oh, <gasps> yeah, they're so, starting to uh, do that a little bit more lately too. So they are actually like uh, I've heard in Dragon Gate, some of the people just don't give a fuck. But did you hear Kevin Kelly say at one point that he heard a chant going on? I uh, I think so, but I didn't really hear anything that. He, he's like, oh, they're, they're doing a chant. And he's like, you know, everyone's following the rules, but there's a few rule breakers in here. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't really hear anything that shocking. I don't have the best sound in the world because I'm watching off my laptop speaker, so mm-hmm. maybe that's part of the reason. But I, I didn't hear anything where I'm like, oh, my God, that's clearly a chant. No, just heard a few, like, gasp or whatever. So, But I don't think... Uh, I think I've you've you've heard you've heard them more now, but uh, you would hear them here and there back in the day when it was completely quiet because it's just human nature, you know. Yeah, I I feel like they're getting a little more lax, and that's saying a lot for Japanese people who are like a rule following society in general. So I'll yeah, t- even they're gonna get sick of it eventually, you know. Oh, I'm sure they're way sicker than us of it, but uh, you know, I'll tell you this. I did once hear a holy shit chant in New Japan in Karakuen Hall once, so I just thought I'd tell you. It was so oh, random, and it was like all these... Only one of us Americans that started it. No, yeah. it was definitely a, a huge group of Japanese guys, and they had their thing, holy shit, you know what I mean? And like, I was, But whatever, they always say like the Japanese fans are very smart. Like They know exactly what they're doing and stuff for the most part. Um, okay, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, um, I'd probably have to give him an A, too. I know, it's almost like, Jesus, we're seeing like why this tournament really worked so well I mean, you us. could take a little crowded off of him breaking uh, Sonata's face on accident, but, uh, you know, maybe... Can you a take little... a point off for an accident? Yeah, it was a little bit of an accident. I don't really think he did it on purpose. Was what he did, like, a little reckless, what happened? maybe... He, I think he did like a, 
you know, one of that running forward flip moonsault or something like that, where he and he did it on right and he landed right on his head. Wait, where he does a backflip off the person's body, or when he does a shooting star press standing? It, well, I don't think it was. I think yeah, yeah, I think it was that. You know what, man? He 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 actually was pretty smart the way he finished the match, though. Because think about that, like, he's like, okay, this dude's eye is broke, so what does he do? He grounds and pounds him until they stop the match, right? Yeah, like, no, it was fine. No, no, no. listen, he, he gets an A. I'm just saying, it was an accident, and I bet you there's probably stuff in every match that we don't really realize that could have ended up that way, too. I mean, that there's probably a little tiny things that go wrong in every match we don't even know about, you know? Yeah, you don't know about it until there's a serious injury, but poor Sonata... Sonata seems like a guy who's been pretty healthy a lot of the time. So I, I hate so. to say that it's his time to be injured because it's never anyone's time. But uh, these things happen, and I hope that he gets a little break. And that's a bad injury, though, dude. Was He, he wasn't supposed to. Do you think Sonata was supposed to win that match? No, I don't think so. I right, mean, right. The, the Will versus, uh, versus Zack story yeah. is too good. Yeah, um, and we'll probably see it again pretty soon, too. Although Sonata is actually a great technical wrestler, too. So him and Zach, like, they can always put on a cool show. Until Sonata does the stupid cold skull that it looks like he's, like, barely holding on to their forehead. Yeah. And it's like, they can't breathe. And it's like, why? Their nose is completely unobstructed. But And the paradise lock. Oh, God, dude. Fucking paradise. <laughs> Stupidest move. Um, okay, Shingo Takagi, I give him an A as well. Yeah, maybe an yeah. A plus. I don't know, man. I, maybe an A plus. Like they don't have to win it to get the A plus because this no, no, dude it's just killed man, it, so, bro. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic. I'd have to go A plus too. Um, there's yeah, we're obviously starting with the higher performers here. Uh, well, I guess yeah. I'm just naming all the people that did good because like if we yeah. sit here and say, oh, what was Giotto? You know, it's right. like well, he had an angle and stuff. So, but it's like yeah. You know, or you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Hanare, yeah, or, angle. what do you what do you rate Yuto Nakashima in this tournament? I don't even remember his match. Let's give him a B just for being a young line, okay? I was he is he the one that's kind of I don't really know the I mean I I've seen him. Is he the one that's got you know a little bit of a I don't know a, that, a hot like an anger kind of look to him and stuff. I don't know. I think Fujita's like a handsome one, and then like. It's kind of hard to tell them apart right now because I don't watch them every night. Yeah, they don't have any. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to see them and. And their bodies haven't differentiated enough. Where like one's the more muscled guy, and you know, one's right. the so once they grow their hair out and shit though, it'll be a lot easier to tell. Like oh, because they're this crop is really young. Like they're eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, like, very young, very uh, very fresh, and. Uh, I don't think they'd be out here having matches right now. If it was a full crop of kids at the dojo, right? I mean, yeah. Well, usually uh, they're not that young because they usually they don't hit the roster until their late twenties, right? When they uh, come back from excursion, I think that all just depends, man. I, I, I yeah, it depends, think, but you know. But none of and also none of the young lines have broken out yet, and so right. I think we're all kind of waiting to see like who's the one that's going to break out ahead of the pack. So. Right. Uh, once that happens, we'll I'm sure we'll talk about them a lot more. But it hasn't happened yet. Um, Hiromu, I, I gave Hiromu a B plus, A minus, A minus. Yeah, I yeah. 
Hiromu for me has been a little weird like in the last year like dude can have some great fucking matches but at the same time sometimes it's just but his match with fucking uh, Minoru Suzuki was incredible that was probably my favorite match of the tournament and he came out of it with a really good angle with evil yeah very and a very satisfying win over evil set up for that never open way what I think is the perfect title for him to to hold and I agree. Uh, still, still one of my favorites, so I'm always biased with Hiromu, but um, I think he he hasn't seemed to have been the same since he came back from the bicep in, uh, injury. I agree. So there could be just some, you know, time that he needs to get back into it. I mean, look at Okada basically took two years off of kind True. of being hit, hit and miss with the, the back and all that, so... Um, there's no reason why Hiromu isn't entitled to go through a little bit of an adjustment with his body as well. I, I, of a I totally serious agree. injury. Totally agree, and he should, even though he wrestles as if there was no. <laughs> um, maybe he knows his little tricks, but the freaking like shotgun drop kick on the yeah. floor where his back hits the floor, like I'm just yeah. like, God, dude, that is he has wild. Part, part of his personality and his style is like this reckless kind of all out kind of thing so if he ever has to kind of um you know like tone it down it's going to be noticeable you know uh yeah i i totally agree so i i listed some matches here of what i thought were the best matches in the tournament so you want to just tell me what you thought of if these were your favorites or what i know you kind of already said what you thought was your favorite yeah, and I'm not sure what my favorite is yet. I might have to go rewatch some stuff, but obviously the ZSJ Naito match. I watched it twice. Um, I it wasn't my favorite match of the tournament, but I did think it was an incredible final. Oh, I mean, people yeah, seem to favorite. really love it though. A final doesn't have to be the best match. It just has to be really, really good. In and a perfect world, was, you know, yeah, in a perfect great. world, the final would be. But like, it, it right. just it doesn't, doesn't always work that way. Yeah. So yeah, um, I loved uh, Zach's gear. You know, what was funny is uh, after the show, I w- I saw your tweet about that, but he was complaining about Adidas not sending him his the shoes that he ordered on time because he oh, was wearing. I saw he was he, wearing white Adidas. White he was black. wearing well, he, black, yeah, black Adidas with the white stripes, and he's like, Adidas. He was supposed to get me my black Adidas with the blacks with the gold stripes, oh. and they didn't come on time, and he was pissed off at Adidas. Was that his post-match uh, backstage yeah. promo? What What yeah. else did he say? Was he just um, talking shit? He was just talking about how uh, you know he's about to be the best wrestler in the world. He's about to win um, the title, and he pointed out the gold on his tights, and you know, point he he put his feet on the table and he uh showed the gold on his kick pads and then he then he started talking about his adidas shoes and he's like <laughs> of course I, you know pissed. yeah he was just saying that now i got beef with adidas because they didn't get my shoes and get shipped on time or whatever Those dickheads didn't send me yeah. my shoes yeah, yeah yeah that that's pretty funny i could and very see that. very uh you know beautiful moments with him and tai chi oh yeah yeah the best embrace. best buds yeah and they they even had it carried on into the into the locker room and stuff. I mean, into the press conference, you know, backdrop, um, drinking some Sapporos and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Or is that what their sponsor is? They're not Zima or Coors. Not, Remember when they just had like Bud Light or some shit like that? Which was crazy because I, when I would go to Japan, you don't really see just bottles like that, twelve ounce bottles. Really? Yeah. You can't get them at the vending machine. 
No. Oh, it's all in cans. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they might have, like, the big bottles, like the 24-ounce bottles. Yeah. Like, at the store, but they don't really... Even that's rare, but they don't really have, like, your standard American 12-ounce bottles of beer. Except at, like, a bar, right? Like, you could probably get them at the bar. Maybe, about... maybe. Yeah, y- yeah you're not buying six-packs in the liquor store in, in Japan. Of can- it's cans, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um... But yeah, it, it was a good match. Um, man, uh, the finish was awesome. I loved how after two guys that were either submit, there was two technical sides. There was one submission. The other side was the roll-ups, right? So it was like roll-up versus submission in a way. Yeah, and then roll-up versus roll-up. And there was just yeah. like kind of these little spurts they went on towards the end. Um, that's when you're like, man, Naito can still keep up with this. And yeah. Uh, and Zach's put on a little bit of it seems like muscle too. He looks like really good, dude. I, I mean, it's I weird. can't believe a guy can do that on a vegan diet. It's incredible. <laughs> it's weird because I'm looking at him like, and I was just thinking like, God, in this Japan, guy, nonetheless. this guy is like looks like he's at his physical peak right now. Just the way he physically looks and stuff, he looks great. And I rem- always remember him looking pretty nerdy and stuff, but he actually looks really cool. And uh, you're right, he, he he has a he's a little thicker now. Um, he's not but so not, much of a noodle. He's more like an udon now. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's the thing is, um, you know, we talked about in our last episode wrestling and age. How old is Zach Saber? He's probably about thirty three, right? I would so guess. He's, uh, he's well, another I'll guy that's probably hitting his that. peak. And you know what? With his style, though, he can go for a while. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, he's 34. Yeah. So he's someone in the middle of his peak. Yeah, possibly. You know, again, he could always peak in his 40s, but it seems like this dude is doing the best work of his career right now, in my yeah. opinion. And so he's hitting that age point. And like we talked about, like that's when the the body finds its, you know, the, and he's, you know, he's obviously a guy that takes care of his body nutrition wise and all that. So mm-hmm. he'll be a guy that can do this for a while. And yeah, he's not a, he's a really good striker. He's not getting on a top rope. No, he's, he's pretty much a ground game guy with a few kicks and strikes rarely leaves his feet. Right. Yeah, you know, they they do in kayfabe say he's like a really good striker. And I, I mean, his striking is really supplementary, though, to his ground stuff. Like, yeah, he does his European uppercuts and his badass PK. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, um, I was setups, though. They're all setups. I would never compare but, him as a striker to like a Minoru Suzuki. Well, right. But I think uh, the thing is, is that Sabre's technical stuff is just so good. That yeah. you don't notice how good his striking is. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is so good. You know, this is a dude who has figured out how to hide his weaknesses. He he's not good at bumping or selling. He's good at selling when it comes to like you know getting submitted and screaming and putting in that emotion. But he's never gonna do a flip bump. And you know, he instead he just looks like a bag of logs just like flying onto the mat. Um, but yeah. and he's, he's good at. I noticed one thing he does with his selling that I like is. He just seems like he knows how to like just lay on his back and catch his breath. Mm. Like after he hits a big move, he'll like lay on, he'll like find a spot on the on the mat and lay back. And you can tell that, you know, that's part of what he does to sell is he hits a move and he knows that okay, I have some, I have a few minutes, I have 
11 seconds on the mat for now and he takes advantage of that you know what i mean well, it's a very uh, subtle thing but. i think they they always tell wrestlers like one of the first things is to take your time because time moves by like differently when you're actually in the ring and you just need to like seriously catch your breath walk around you know you right. don't need to just jump into another move so or you don't have to roll on the ground in pain just simply being on your back and staring at the ceiling taking breaths you know, is a subtle way of saying, like, okay, this I'm being affected right now. Yeah, I agree. What would you think about him and Shingo Takagi? I thought this match was fucking awesome. It was great. And I love the choke out at the end. And the fact, and the yeah. Zack driver against Naito, like, he had different weapons. And Zack's another guy that really doesn't have a consistent finisher. Nope, he's, he's always mixed stuff up, coming up with new stuff. And it, it's always, uh, you know plays to what body part he works that match mm -hmm. and then it's usually just he gets a guy and starts grabbing every limb and twist him in a pretzel and it ends like that <laughs> and then yeah right. he'll he'll grab the other limb out and then just yeah pull him all and then all of a sudden the dude's tapping out with this doesn't he verbally. have some doesn't he have some finisher move that's really kind of confusing that's like a his submission I well he's got the called. hurrah hurrah another uh, it's really long name i put it in right. the New japan rap which is like a breaks arm bar kind of a thing uh yeah. i like the orienteering with napalm death though where he makes you do the splits and like splits your legs with his whole body um that yeah. one's pretty great and then he has his uh lily submission a newer one and then he's got the one where he like chokes you out and holds your knees back so i think that's yeah. what he did to takagi but I loved, I loved when Takagi slammed him with the backpack on the ground, and it didn't even do anything. Like ZSJ just keeps choking him. I was like, oh my god, this is so yeah. good. Yeah, that was it was really good, and that's where you're like, oh, he added some muscle and some weight. That's where that helped. If you're talking kayfabe. Yeah, for sure. I I wrote down here. This was a godlike match from two legends putting yeah. on career-defining performances. Uh, Osprey and ZSJ, another great man. You could just go down the list for Zach, I guess, but Osprey and him, um, just really awesome stuff. Yeah, and you had, you know, whatever that little spot at the end was to, you know, make it not make it Osprey. I don't know. Yeah, he well, it, it makes Osprey more of a heel, of course, that he already is, and he he's he's like, this is unfair. I didn't tap out, even though he clearly did. At first, I was, did it trick you at all? Because I was like, oh wait, did they botch? Um, I saw him flailing his arms, but like, just be. I've seen it a lot where they'll, you know. Sometimes you tap reaching for the ropes or just tap because of the pain, but you're not Yeah, especially out, a lot of Mexican se. wrestlers do that. Yeah, and even in the if you watch any wrestling from like the 80s when the tap out wasn't really a thing, it was you would literally say I give or shake your head mm -hmm. if you wanted out of a submission move. So, um I saw him flailing his arms, but to me like I just thought that was and I I think I kind of remember the the camera angle not being exactly in a spot where you would see him sub, you know, vi you know, mouthing that he submits but i saw his arms flailing and that to me could have meant anything so i don't know he definitely tapped dude like he tapped he like, was tapping on something but like i said the tap out isn't always a tap out well uh, true but also uh, my my in my head i was like okay red shoes knows the finish right like right. he knows yeah, exactly sure. when to call and i was like okay well well i clearly said if, if, it was 
if they were going to do that angle, they could have done it a little more. Um, it could have been done a little better. Yeah, and New Japan not really known for the dusty finishes, right? So I think that they just wanted it to be controversial in Osprey's head. This was not like WrestleMania when legitimately Ronda Rousey was not pinned and they counted it, it and it was just like, it, what the fuck just happened? I think it was done just enough to where Osprey can make a case for himself. Yeah, he could get you know a little, I mean? little uh, match out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it I didn't tap. Right, right. You do. You remember that Ronda Rousey shit, right? Because that shit still makes me laugh so hard. Which one was at, that? At WrestleMania, when they had the three-way between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, and Becky, and like Becky legit pinned Ronda, and Ronda like pulled her shoulder right off the mat, and they just counted it as the finish. They're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like she uh, legit just, didn't even pin her, and they just counted it to three. Like, I'm not really a fan of her, and I can't remember a time where I just have no. I know WrestleMania is next week, but I just don't care whatsoever. I mean, I'll probably check it out and all everything, but I, I know really it's like I got better shit, dude. That'll be background watching if, like, yeah, I'll be playing I... Yakuza with that on in the background. I'm not going to be paying attention to that shit except Brock. It's the only match I want to see, and that's not even that crazy or special of a match. And I'm not really expecting that to be great. And I, I, I don't like the Stone Cold thing. I don't like the no. Johnny Knoxville thing. I don't like the what's the other celebrity they're using? Jake. Oh no, Logan Paul. Absolutely zero interest in that. Uh, Seth Rollins doesn't have a match unless Cody Rhodes comes a week before, and even that I wouldn't really care. Yeah. Um, I just don't care. <laughs> No, I, I I agree with you, and I know we're we're kind of talking about the New Japan Cup, but we can right. give our quick opinions on this. Like, don't expect us to be doing a full run through of every match, and you know, I'm sure a lot of our fans or our listeners are kind of in that boat too, because I don't think we have like hardcore WWE fans, and if we do, let me know, and uh, yeah. I will apologize to you in advance. But I love I love Jim Valley's tweet. He said. 2022 is a patchwork WrestleMania. It has three famous participants, but no celebrities. A unification match, but no stakes. The return of Steve Austin, but no match. It has no theme, personality, or narrative. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't... If people watch the show every week and they still love it, I don't... Fine, that's great. Good for you. I mean, um... I could probably, if I watched, sat down and watched it for three hours, I'd probably be okay watching it, but I, it's one of those things where I just haven't been able to, you know, there's people that love everything they're doing, like MJF, right? <laughs> you heard that interview. Yeah. Um, yeah, was, yeah, I'm sure he loves it. Well, you, you're a little bit excited to see what Cody does, at least? Not really. I don't. I, I, <laughs> you're like, no, no, I don't care. No, not really. Um, uh, unless, I, I, unless they, I don't think they're going to shoot him right. I guess they could. Uh, make him the champ or whatever, but I, no, I don't know. He's a non-title match versus Seth Rollins. Is is that even happening? That's probably what's going to happen. But you know, it's next week, so he'd have to literally show up on Monday. To Monday, do that, right? yeah, yeah. He's either going to show up on Monday or he's going to show up at WrestleMania, like the uh, Hardy Boys did that one year. Oh, okay, I could see that happening. Okay, so, well, that, I guess that's a cool moment. But like, we've had our kind of discussions about Cody in prior yeah, episodes yeah. where we both tend to agree and appreciate the stuff he's done for AEW, but his on-screen characters and stuff have, you know, kind of left a little bit. Now he's just going to be, he's just going to be another guy in WWE, dude. 
What does he think yeah. he's gonna be pushed like Roman Reigns? That ain't gonna happen. He's getting a lot more money than he did in AEW, I guess. That's the only thing I can say. So, and and you know, neither of us can really argue with that. We don't. So. We don't. We don't. We don't know the the whole details behind all of it. But um, sure, he's getting paid pretty good. Like, uh, you know, who got this? Is a terrible transition. You know, whose shoulder got paid really good in pain was Naito versus Cobb. Sorry, I tried. Uh, so Naito versus Cobb, um, uh, another really good match. I thought a surprise finish in this one, right? We thought Cobb would win for sure. We thought so. I mean, Naito coming off of having a title shot against Okada, so he he's you know high up enough to kind of take a little back seat for a while. And of yeah. course, Jeff Cobb was thought to be one of the favorites at the beginning of all this. So interesting to see what they do with them now but now it looks like they're gonna put him in a tag title tag title yeah which i think is you know that's a nice step up for him because you know he's been a never open weight guy a few times but getting the and i think actually you know him and okan it'll help okan a lot too so maybe they figure it will help two wrestlers instead of one with this next now help me here Is, is sonata still u.s championship yeah, unless that's, yeah, okay, well, that's you know how they are, they won't take it off him for a little while. Yeah, but I mean, uh, broken orbital shit. That that's rough, bro. Six to eight weeks, probably. That's it. I guess I knees so. and elbows are way worse. Like you just patch up your head and you can well, wrestle again. I, outside of you know really big accidents, you can avoid hitting people in the face. True. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like a limb where you have to use it. Um, well, maybe shit. He, can, he can come out in a Cody mask for a few weeks. Or <laughs> well, shit. Anthony Agogo has like no, barely any vision in one of his eyes, and he still wrestled. So I mean, yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, it, you know, he'll probably need it to heal in a month or so. But if this was another, yeah, I could see them. I, I, he probably would have relinquished it already if they were going to take it off of him, and or they're just waiting for the right time to do it. Cause yeah. I'll, the Osprey thing kind of came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. We yeah. didn't even know he was injured. We just knew it. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, we didn't know till like, that night or the next day when they announced it. But it wasn't yeah. clear from the match what had happened. Or it could just simply be that they haven't figured out what they're going to do with it yet because they wanted just to get the New Japan Cup out of the way. Yeah, maybe they'll have Moxley and, uh, and... Osprey fight Osprey for it in the U.S.? for it, yeah. Hey, you know if that's... Sick. That would be cool, and if you want, I really want to know this, and I don't know if there's anyone that can find this out. I will answer this for you right now. What is the popularity of New Japan Strong in New Japan? In New Japan, oh, in like, Japan, with the Japanese fans, uh, probably like one percent. <laughs> what's What's the awareness? Who follows it, bro? New Japan Strong ain't popular in America or Japan in the grand scheme of things, but people talk about it because it's it's good. There are good wrestlers on the show, but right. I mean, they don't because they, they do offer Japanese commentary for it, right? They do. You know, it's like anything. You're gonna have your hardcore Japanese New Japan fans, but even those guys are gonna be way more into the Japanese wrestlers than what's going on. It's But you're going to have your fans that are, like, super hardcore into the young boys, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I'm sure it's a very small percentage. I bet you those English Engl- or Japanese commentary episodes do barely, are probably some of their worst. 
viewed stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think I don't really. My Japanese friends, I rarely hear them talking about it, you know? Right. So, you know, they might watch Uemura, you know, but. They're not like I, big fans of Team Filthy or anything no, like that. Oh, God, no. Or and, they can't wait funny. to see, uh, you know, Fred Rosser head over the pond. They're not looking forward to seeing when Biff Busick is wrestling. I so. am, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, me too. But uh, just curious if there's any, you know, kind of underground people, or just there's a, a regular kind of cohort of Japanese people that are watching it. There's got to be a, a dude. I'm sure there's someone in Japan who loves Strong more than other promotions. But at the same time, there's people in America that like Choco Pro, Choco Pro. So you know. Who who the fuck knows? Shit, there's probably someone from Israel that watches New Japan Strong all the time, but, you know, right. I don't and think Jap- it's... And they're half Japanese or something like that. It's going to get a lot more cool when they start actually mixing and matching. Then it's right. going to become like, okay. But the only guy who does that is, like, Suzuki, you know? He's the only right. one that likes money. Dude's in America constantly, so... Yeah. I know, right? Like, well, he he's an interesting guy. I think he kind of has his own thing going, too. I mean, like I said, you know, you go there to a show in New Japan, and, uh, you know, his merch is separate and all that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I see that. And also, he is, like, very popular in America, different than, like, other Japanese wrestlers. Like, he's carved out his own, like, kind of legend in America, you know, as, yeah, and he comes as opposed out to, here, like, Goto. And he comes out here, and he gets to have his little 10-minute forearm matches and he's done easy money yeah and they have him win constantly too so i mean fuck dude no but he will be wrestling biff busick soon i believe in all there's something that was some match was announced for him out here i don't know what's on that card a couple weeks out here like april 16th they're doing a show like three miles from here Okay. Uh, a strong. I can't. Re- it was like mutiny or something. I haven't looked up the. F- the I, total. I I never can remember what name is what. It's like the Chicago shootout, and then you know, Chica- Windows City and... Heat or whatever. Windows City Heat, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, okay, so that's actually that's not even New Japan. That is going to be at the uh, Super Show. So that's Suzuki versus Biff Busick. Now, see, I think that would be a cool one to go to in WrestleMania weekend, the whatever yeah. WrestleCon Super Show, you know? Sure, sure. So, but anyways, he's he's here doing his own thing. Uh, there were some other great matches. I couldn't go without mentioning Ishii versus Takagi. Awesome match. Jeez. I gave it like five stars. Just an incredible, probably the best opening match of the tournament. Some people probably think it's the best match of the tournament. And, uh, you know, yeah, definitely one of them. I, I love Hiromo Suzuki. Um, but this one's right there. I mean, of course, like we said before, like whenever these guys get together, um, it's not groundbreaking, but it's damn good. Um, and this is one of the types of matches where I think the clap crowds help it because then that's when you hear all those blows and all that the slaps and the contact. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's the only type of match that's aided by the clap crowds. And yeah, those dudes, I don't know how they aren't concussed into <laughs> well, you they, know, I mean, a wheelchair yet. Ishii walks like an 80 year old man right and I've seen Takagi come out a few times looking crippled like his back is at a curvature and like his hands are but of course once the bell rings Jesus they must have some secret form of energy that they can tap into 
because my god dude they have the calluses in their skull i mean (laughs) and on the side of their necks i mean i dude, their back their necks their chest i bet you like it's it's like dark leather skin yeah you know what i mean um so shingo shingo likes to get his facials though if you follow him on instagram really yeah he's always like getting some kind of like skin treatment or something like that oh shingo does that huh yeah well he's probably dude he he, i mean handsome guy right although that is a little funny though because he's such a like badass dude i'm I'm here i see you posted a picture of some kids with a haircut okay it's not any different than uh hiromu uh um not hiromu um suzuki with how his socks every day his socks every day and just doing like random things with like pop stars or whatever um or just you know having a retail store with clothing in it on his instagram you know you you would think he would have a dungeon with dead bodies in it that he'd be playing with all day yeah Um, but you know or you know he'd have fancy cups of coffee where someone uh made a butterfly in the in the in the in the oh yeah of course (laughs) what I, i gotta say shingo's uh Shingo's Instagram is funny because he's such a normal Instagram dude. Like, nothing special. He does, like, he sells shit, you know? There's a lot of facials on there, right? Like a lot I of see, like, treatment. a spoon thing that he's, like, pulling some stuff off his skin. But it's okay. just like, oh, he's got the pictures of calluses on his hand, which is pretty crazy. But he advertises a lot of shit, bro. <laughs> uh, I haven't Can really you blame ever. him? No. Yeah, he's he oh. seems to be advertising all sorts of different shit wine and all this stuff but anyways uh yeah where did he go some badass temple anyways okay yeah um it was a good tournament man it was definitely a fun tournament one of the more memorable new japan cups in my eyes um in the last little bit better than last year better than 2020 for sure so um definitely looking forward uh you know it's it's we mark we tick that off the box and i'm looking forward to next year like always new japan cups always a very interesting and kind of weird tournament because of the single elimination. But, uh, you know. Uh-oh, is someone yelling in the background? Yeah, a little bit. Not yelling, but it's okay. I heard what? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's all part of the show. Yes, we're okay. recording. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's yeah, all good, people. Um, And, Justin, you, you heard about the announcement for Best of the Super Juniors coming up in May? Yes. Did they announce the participants? I don't think they announced the. Oh, okay. That's what I, I thought. I don't want to know this participants yet. No, I don't. Yeah, I know, but you, you, I know these. What is it? May twenty seventh. It starts or something like that. I thought I said May fifteenth. Now this is oh. in Japanese. Uh, May. Okay, let's see here. It looks like. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of dates. Um. Hang on. Jeez, nothing I, but helicopters out here because I live a mile from where they're doing the Oscars. Oh yeah, that's true. Tonight's the Oscars, huh? Yeah, yeah. Looks Other like. Other than uh, seeing that Chris Rock got s- work slapped from uh, Will Smith and all that stuff. What's up with that? I don't know. Just huh. let people listen to another podcast for that. Uh, I know. I'm like, wait, what? I I saw it it's was on Twitter, crazy, but, but I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. It was pretty crazy, but whatever. I could care less. But yeah, it looks like it's going to start the 15th, um, and then the rest of the video oh. is just like... May 15th, Will, right? Yeah. Will Ospreay, you know, Ricochet, and all the previous winners, so... 
Oh, right, right, right. So there it's just go. a, yeah. So, that would so be that's... awesome if all those guys are in it. That would be something oh, else. Oh, yeah, that would be. A full Osprey and Ricochet are at the best of the Super Juniors this year. Hey, man. <laughs> David Finley and Owen Hart were in the best of the Super Juniors. I just thought I'd tell you that. Okay. And so was Too Cold Scorpio. And I believe Owen Hart was the first Gaijin uh, junior heavyweight champion, right? Very possible. Very possible. So, uh, speaking of champions, did you have a chance to catch any stardom over the last two nights? Um, I, you know, I made it a effort to take a look today, um, and I couldn't find it. And uh, ooh. Uh, the best I could do was finding a whatever they did two weeks ago with no commentary, <laughs> no, I think you but were English subtitles that. when the people were speaking, and I've been watching a little bit of that, and yeah, it looks good. I will say, though, the whole point was that Kyrie came back, man. That was like yeah. the, the big deal, and they had English commentary the last two nights. I only got to see a few matches. But which makes me sad because actually there's a lot of great looking matches on the show. But I'm just gonna say it here, Kyrie, she's awesome, man. She she has taken that the stuff she's learned in WWE and she has actually used it to become a better wrestler. You know what I mean? Unlike like I mentioned, Kenta who was kind of hurt by WWE, very well, different f- physically. Yeah, and even without all the injuries, like his style was kind of diminished. Um, but yeah. Kyrie. She was kind of allowed to do her thing in, in, in WWE. I mean, she didn't do all the crazy spot fests that they do in stardom. But, man, she looks like a legit superstar. Okay, so yesterday, her entrance yesterday, it was pretty crazy, dude. It had, like, five Grim Reapers come out with their cheap-ass plastic, you know, evil Reapers. Reapers? Yeah. Yeah. And um, all five of them did, like, a whole dance, and then they all, like, spread out, and then Kyrie came through the middle of them. You get what I'm saying? Well, was she doing the pirate gimmick? She's doing or? the pirate gimmick, except now, instead of... a sailor. Of, well, no, now she's the queen, goddess queen of the seas, instead of a pirate. What, so, is she, what group is she in? She's not in a group. She's part of her own world. Is so, that is that legal? It is she not. It's not. They, she had to get a special contract for that. But yes, she is the queen. I remember. So they have like the worst Japanese commentator for stardom for English. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like they have a person and she can't speak English at all. She's just like, oh, very good. You know, that's all. Oh, she can you know, say. I heard her for the color commentary on that one match we watched. Um, okay. Was she on that one? I thought she wasn't bad, but of course she was not the main. She was the only one come doing commentary. Uh, no, it was her and, Mar- and the other guy. The guy. Oh, I there, thought the, but, I thought uh, the, I I thought that match the commentary was surprisingly good. Well, the guy is pretty great, but she is just like, oh yes, so fierce, and it's just like okay. She didn't understand what he was saying and stuff, but yeah, she called her like the goddess queen of the seas and uh she is coming back as this woman now as opposed to this you know younger wrestler she's like a real superstar woman and uh she showed man so she did a tag match yesterday it was just great better than anything you've seen from her in wwe um of course she's doing all her crazy moves she She ends some really good stuff in wwe man she she did she did do some really good stuff and she actually got pushed 
Um, she was NXT mm-hmm. Women's Champion, and she was the one that beat uh, Shayna Baszler, I believe, after all those... Like... I was at... Uh, I think I was... Um... God, I forget now. When I went to the War Games 2018 at Staples Center, that's what it was actually called at the time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was Kyrie versus Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai kind of helped her or the vice versa. That sounds but, like it makes sense. But I think Baszler, um, you know, Sky Pirates. Out. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that was a great actually. Was, was that when Ricochet did a triple front flip off yeah. of the cage? Oh, you yeah. saw that live? Yeah, I think I have it on my phone somewhere, and uh, that's funny. there was there was like the best match of the night was probably Johnny Gargano and um, Alistair Black. Mmm, that and sounds real good. The title match was um, uh, Adam Cole. No, 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 it wasn't Adam Cole. It was um, well, Velveteen Dream versus Ciampa, and it was in a great match. It was a great match. It was a great match. <laughs> Hey, it, it, it is what it is, right? It I'm, was a I'm, great I'm match. There you go. Putting everything aside and saying it was that just was to a, say yeah. it was a great match. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really cool, man. Um, so yeah, I saw that. I also saw the high speed championship from last night. Mm. That was fucking great. I, I love they got this girl Koguma, and she's such a thick, short girl, but she's called the Bear, right? But this girl can go so fast, man. Like, she's just, like, she's doing all the high-speed stuff, you know what I mean? Just, like, bang, bang, bang. Like, thick like a Layla Hirsch, or what do you mean, like? More like a female Jeff Cobb. She's, like, very thick woman. Uh, I mean, I don't want to call her, like, overweight or anything. She's just a thick Japanese woman. Not like Layla Hirsch, but she probably is strong, too. But she's more big, like a Jeff Cobb thickness. Um, So... She's just great because you see this little. She's probably like five foot five, and she's doing all this wild shit, you know. Where this little thick girl is just like wow. So shout out to Koguma. Um, again, the Kyrie match was great. It was like Unagi. I'm I'm actually remembering these names. It was Unagi Sayaka, Kyrie Sane, Momo Watanabe, and uh, one person I don't remember. That's sad. But uh, so that high speed match was great, and then um. Kyrie had a singles match versus Starlight Kid yesterday. Oh, okay. And uh, that was pretty damn good, too. A little more long and drawn out, of course, but it was a singles match. So, uh, real real good stuff there. Um, I know that the white belt and the red belt were both up on both nights. So, I'm going to try to catch that, and then hopefully I'll be able to talk to did, you guys. Did, did uh, Kyrie go over on Starlight Kid? I don't. I for some reason I don't remember, even though I watched hmm. the match. But I think she did. So right. let's just say we're not going to spoil it here, okay? Sure, sure. Shows we'll how much that. I paid attention when I don't even remember the finish. But uh, I was switching between stuff here and there. So, but no, uh, this was a good weekend of wrestling. All Japanese stuff, which was awesome. Um, obviously, AEW is in their building season right now, so we probably won't have a ton to say about them. For a little bit, unless they do some crazy shit. Yeah, I don't um, think anything's changed since the last time we talked about them. Well, well, Thunder Rosa's champion now. That's no, like, I, we we talked about that match. Did I we think. already? Did we yeah, already talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. one? It's awesome. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay, and then this re- this recent dynamite was kind of just like a normal episode. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So not a ton to say about there. What do we have coming up? Um. Well, we have WrestleMania weekend coming up, so I'm sure maybe 
we'll have you catch one of those side shows and I'll catch one of the side shows that actually look good. Right. Or maybe when more of it comes together, we'll take a look and I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, if someone tells me, if I'm on Twitter and someone's like, you absolutely have to watch the Stone Cold segment, I'm sure you and I will watch it, you know? I mean, right. I but, think there'll probably be some good things out of it that will surprise us, for sure, that we didn't think would be any good that turn out good, you know? I'm sure it'll happen. Let's let's really hope that's the case. Overall, it won't be great, but there'll be a few things like, oh, you really gotta see the, you know, uh, da-da-da-da-da-da match. Oh, okay, and it, oh, that yeah. was really good. You know, it'll be something like that. Yeah. Um, just some random other news. Let, let's just do a few things and then get out of here, because I don't feel like doing two hours tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for the fans. I just really okay. wanted to get the uh, New Japan Cup out of the way. Um, Triple H announcing his official retirement, huh? I mean, uh, I, I kind of came to the conclusion he was never going to wrestle again a long time ago, but how does this affect him taking on any kind of stress in his job? I mean, you know, he had some really bad stuff take place, so... Yeah, um, I mean, and that's why he's partially probably the reason he's not working 15 hours a day running NXT right now. Um, so, I, again, I'm in your boat. Like, I just figured that that was kind of assumed. But yeah, I didn't think he was going to wrestle again, nor did I think they would ever need him to. Well, you never know with them. I mean, they're calling Stone Cold back that <laughs> literally hasn't wrestled in 20 years. Well, g- um, give Triple H 20 years, and I'm sure we'll uh, see him back in the ring. Yeah, I will One say, I, from what I saw of the Kevin Owens coming out of Stone Cold was pretty amusing. It was 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 good. Um, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm not surprised that Triple H isn't wrestling again. Um, I'm just wondering what this, I think all of us just kind of wonder where this puts his future as an executive in the company. Yeah, That's it is. The next it question. is. It is very interesting um, because, you know, even that can be real stressful. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah, and I, even when they don't want it to be, I think it ha- they just make it more stressful for everyone. That's for I'm sure. yeah, but hey, hey, Triple H is set for life no matter what. I'm sure. Oh yeah, so, of course. Uh, yeah. He's probably got more stock in the company than we'll ever make it money in our life. So you know, and, and his he's still married to the McMahons. Yeah, and um, you know his yeah his legacy's been cemented and yeah. I will say someone posted Daniel Bryan versus uh, him at WrestleMania. That was that was a pretty great match, man. Yes, it was. Um, even, that was one of the greatest nights in wrestling history. The way that was okay. Yeah, that was one of the greatest nights in wrestling history, really. Hey, we're all good. You don't have to shush your kids. <laughs> or are you shushing your wife? No, kid. Okay. No, I can't hear him that much in they the background. They need discipline. Uh, wow. He's he's okay. he's mentioning this to us after he's already raised the kids for over 10 years for the most part. And anyway, um, what do you think about Marcus Bagwell tweeting recently? I've loved it. <laughs> you like it because i kind of don't i'm like what's going on bro i think it's it, I, I i for lack of a better word i think it's cute do you like when he says let's do a recap i'm a based chad and though i don't personally enjoy bussy i get why others do am i missing anything He's, i loved his i loved his support for um uh nyla nyla and it's like this old guy that's just trying to figure <laughs> things out and i think i think, I think so. it's cute 
he is like an old guy who's like, oh, wait, like, men can be women. Well, he, and, wait, he is what? a guy that actually puts his personal phone number and invites fans to call him. And he's over trying to get better at DDP's place, to, you know. Is he? I mean, yeah. That's, That's where he is cool. right now. Yeah, so, you know. And, I, you know, a lot of people hate on Buff Bagwell. I, I kind of liked him back in that day. I thought he was hilarious. I thought he was fine. Oh, God. Yeah. For bookings, email me or call. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's like, hello? Yeah. He. <laughs> let's, let's call him right now. <laughs> I'm too afraid to. Yeah. I'm sure. And he's got a terrible website and stuff, too. That's funny. Yeah. And remember he was doing the gigolo thing for a while? Was he? Was... I like how you can get him for voice actors talent and you could there's examples of him doing voice work let me hear this real quick hang on actually his voice ain't that bad for the voice work you know what i mean no he's yeah he's got that kind of dark and gravelly deep so, voice you know, listen when we were watching wrestling when we were you know you were you're a little younger than me but when we were teenagers or, you know, that Attitude Era, we weren't necessarily watching it for the in-ring stuff. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Well, you know? yeah, and I would just love the characters. Yeah, and he was he was a funny character. And uh, I, I liked Buff Bagwell. He was, he was probably one of the, you know, because I was clearly a WWF kid. And Raw was, and I would, I would watch, um, you know, Nitro sometimes and be like, how the hell does anyone watch this? It was, I mean, I thought head and shoulders raw was just a better show. And that was still at that time. Like, cause I would always remember, like, I don't understand how they're losing in ratings to this show. Yeah. But I was never really a Hogan guy. I, I didn't, you know, uh, nah, they felt they, old at the time. <laughs> Macho man, Hogan. And um, to be honest with you, I love the outsiders and I always love the outsiders, but I was never really an NWO guy. I never owned an NWO shirt, and I probably never I will. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really into NWO. Um, although I liked Hall and Nash, but I, I'm never gonna back anything with Hogan involved. So that was always a you didn't like Sting. Eh, I mean, I appreciated him, but I wasn't a huge Sting fan. No. Okay. I think the only guys who I like in WCW, I love Jericho. Okay. I love Eddie Guerrero. Uh, you know, Rey Mysterio. I love Buff Bagwell. So those were kind of the guys I liked when I would watch Thunder or Nitro. Mm-hmm. Usually the first hour before Raw was on. It's like, I want to see Chris Jericho. I want to see something with Buff. Um, you weren't T. like, I can't wait to see who Goldberg beats again, bro. <laughs> did not care. Goldberg did nothing for me. Uh, Booker T I loved. I was about to say that. Booker T was definitely cool. Yeah. But there was a lot of like real cheat, like even back then. I love the then, stuff. So even, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jushin um, Liger and Liger, Dean Malenko. Juventude. Like I loved all that stuff, but the top of the card or any of those other, those, they're big, you know, guys. Luger, never liked Luger. Yeah, you um, know, I, I, even back then, I thought it was super cheesy as a kid. Like, I remember, like, Glacier, like, just as a kid, I was like, this is stupid. And, and like, the, the Nitro yeah. girls, I was like, it's just trying too hard. And as a kid, I sensed, like, yeah, this is just a little cheesy and stuff. Where WWE, even though nowadays it's quite cheesy, it felt way more serious. Like, oh, shit's gonna go fucking down, bro. And I kind of liked Raven, you know, when they had him, too. He was obviously better in ECW, but... Yeah. Um, there was nothing at the top of the card or in the you know the, in the big names that like interested me whatsoever. 
you know, outside of the, well, the outsiders, I guess. Yeah. And I, uh, e- even that was like, you know, I still want to watch Raw instead. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, I got to tell you, uh, it, it, I'm, I went down this rabbit hole here, and, and on Buff Bagwell's terrible website, <laughs> he has his whole resume, okay, huh. with a different phone number on it. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're going to have to get to the bottom and, of it. It says, listen to this, areas of expertise, voiceovers, very athletic, bodybuilder, stuntman, massage therapist, and maniacal laugh. So, <laughs> wow, maybe we got to give him a job. How much do you think he would do our intro for? I bet I could get it for like a 12-pack of bud. No, I mean, he's probably trying to stay away from that where he's at, so. Oh, that's true, but... I wonder. Maybe we we can hit him up and we'll see if he's on Cameo. And can't you just have him record something on Cameo and just use that as an intro. I, I believe you can, but at the same time, like there are rules. Like you can't use your shit. Well, we oh, don't make much. It's money only a personal. Yeah. No, I think it's fine unless we start making more money. Then we have to change it. But um, anyway, have you changed your mind on seeing his tweets? Because I think it's the it's very cute. I've changed. I've changed my mind. He's yeah. expensive, bro. On he, Cameo. He probably had to change that in the last few weeks. Oh, you're right. You know how much he costs if we wanted to do it for our business, bro? Mm. 350 Oh, okay. But for $56, he will he will do personal ones. But Okay, we'll, we're, we'll talk more about this off-air because we're, me and him are looking... Uh, Justin and I are looking at Buff Bagwell as maybe our, our spokesperson. Our third host of the show. Oh God, wrestling and dude, the these episodes would suck because every episode would be about him somehow. I mean, so um, let's see. Uh, DDP reached out to this man and he lost two hundred pounds in one year. Okay, that's not really news. Um, yeah, man, yeah, not a, not a two. Okay, this one's interesting. It says the. Updated resume for the 2022 New Japan Cup winner. Okay. So, hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. has won the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. The 16 karat gold tournament. The Super Strong Style 16. The New Japan Cup twice. And this one person saying he is the best tournament wrestler ever. And Kevin Kelly said that in the, uh, the broadcast. He didn't say he's the best ever, but he said he's one of the best in the world at tournaments. Between the muscle he's packed on and the quality of wrestling he has both sustained over the past near decade, plus built upon, ZSJ is simply on another level. And I think that's pretty much what we're saying. Um, and that's not new for us, right? I mean, we've been talking about the guy for years now. He's been around. So, yeah. um, this one's interesting. Coming soon to pro wrestling Noah, Simon Gotch. I saw that. and uh... Very interesting. Yeah, good for him. I think his style fits it. And I know, like, just from following him on Instagram and stuff, that's exactly the kind of work he wants to do. He likes that brutal, brutal style. Yeah, he's a total All Japan guy. Oh, I didn't personally. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I think I, I heard he was kind of a dick, to be honest. Um, I don't know anything about that. I know that whole thing with Enzo. Oh, um, yeah. We called Enzo an idiot and stuff, but I'm sure he's not the first one to call Enzo an idiot. But we've talked about <laughs> how we have this kind of, uh, you know, guilty pressure with Enzo, so it's okay. But um, 
uh, he seems to, if you follow him on Instagram at all, he's a big like Masawa, you know, kind of eighty oh, Japan okay. kind of guy. So he, he's his, he's like Eddie Kingston type of dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he'll he's pretty he he's pretty fits that he fits that style. So okay, well that that's cool then. Maybe uh, yeah, maybe that'll really work out. Oh, you know what? I I wanted to ask you something. We might have talked about it, but now we've had another week to kind of go through it. And uh-huh. that is, what are you thinking about the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society? Because I I think it's a real cool idea. I like it a lot, and. I really like the fact that they are taking Daniel Garcia and putting him there just to really get like a master's course in promos and they're, See, they're probably and getting him ready for me. something. They're that, giving... just, that is what hit me. I was like, oh, I was like, he does not fit in in this. And I was like, wait a second. That's the point. Yeah. Like they want this guy, they see a maybe a weakness and they're like, dude, we're gonna teach you this more, and you can already wrestle. You can already go. So We're let's put teach... you under Jericho's wing. Yeah, and did you see him? He was uh, he was doing like the Rock style moves and stuff like that. Did you see that comparison? I did not, but uh... yeah, Daniel Garcia was like putting people into the figure four and doing like the Rock style look around and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't notice that. Yeah, definitely real cool coming from him and. Uh, I'm really, uh, I really want to see where this thing goes because it's just a lot of fun to me. We're sports entertainers. Yeah, that's pretty good, pretty brilliant, and uh, you know that's why all those people aren't that are AEW fans aren't watching WWE. So it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah, and of course, 2.0, they already know how to be sports entertainers. Yes, so yes, no, nothing uh, too necessary there. Well, uh, let me tell you, we're going to cut this one kind of short, guys. Thanks for listening to the bonus episode. We will Thank be you. back next week. Right? Probably, yeah. By well, the math. That's yeah. our normal schedule. Yes, so. we'll be back on the normal schedule this week, probably. And uh, we'll see. Right now, not a ton to talk about next week, but it's wrestling. Every week, some crazy shit happens. Yeah. So we'll have um, all that stuff. And anything you guys want to hear about, too? Wait, what am I... I forgot. This show doesn't need stuff to happen. It's wrestling and. We can do wrestling and whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I forgot. Um, Forgot about my own show. But we'll be here. If you guys have any recommendations or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Um, All that good stuff. Thank you guys for making our last episode almost our most listened to episode. We're like two listeners off, Justin. So Yeah, it was it was nine thousand nine hundred and ninety eight, right? Yeah, yeah. We're trying to reach that ten thousand goal, but uh once we do, Patreon here we come, baby. So uh thanks guys right. for making our dream come true. we we both are trying to set up a wrestling and office. Um Yes. And we're gonna we got we're gonna have the wrestling room in there where we can just sit and watch. 86-inch TV, you know, and then your personal monitor right in front of you. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, um, we're working on that, guys, and we can't do that without the help of all y'all. So thank you for listening to us, and in case you have anything else, Justin? That's it. We're good. Cool. You guys have a wonderful week, and we will see you guys later. Later. Later.